So a peace that I can understand is a joy that I can experience, you know, in the world. And praise God that that man that, you know, used by God is come into my house and always, you know, sharing me the good news because sometimes I escape. <laughs> but, you know, he's trying to get me and, you know, to make, to follow up me. And, you know, that was the time that my life, not only the Lord saved me, but changed my direction in life. And when I got understand of that, I said, Lord, since the devil used me for 22 years, I, Lord, I want to serve you with the rest of my life. And, you know, I go in Bible college for four years. And after that, uh, I finish my course. I go to, you know, in the, to stay in my church for uh, 18 months to, to work. And then the Lord called me in a specific place that is Oslo. And uh, there's a lot of people over there, and I choose to name East Side because I am the side south of East, you know. And there is only one Baptist church over there. And when I was started church, so uh, I was started that on 1999, March 15. And it's so struggle, you know, to start a church. And I believe that, you know, uh, when the Lord called you, uh, you cannot, uh, when, they, when the people will going to serve God and, you know, when there is a calling, you can survive because you are called by God. And whatever, you know, whatever troubles, problems that come up in your, in your life, because you are called by God, you can survive by the grace of God. So I am there right now for 19 years by the grace of God. And we look on forward. We look on. We look. We are looking forward, because by the grace of God, right now we ha, we are running for 150 in attendance, and every Sunday, and a lot of kids, you know. So we have a lot of kids over there for uh, running to 70 to nine, 70 to 80 children, and every Sunday, and that's only the you know the uh, the children are family church. So that's why uh, I have a plan, we have a plan, and we, we have praying for this for a long time. Uh, since the Lord gave us already a, a land and a building, and you know, the Lord is working right now, and our people have uh, the same struggle uh, because we have a children and uh, the, you know, the public school over there are still dominated in the Roman Catholic. Once they have the activities of the church, our children begin to use to stop studying and then go to the parade for a compulsory and then confess into the press of our sins and then follow the rosary. So people, uh, our children knows that that is not true, but since their grades are affected, they will compromise. So that's why, please pray for us that we can start a school. And, you know, uh, I believe that our labor is not vain in the Lord. So my wife has a profession for bachelor in education and is willing to, you know, to stop their work and, work and then focus on the ministry. So, and I believe that uh, the Lord, when the Lord starts a work, He will go to finish it. So even though that maybe uh, the, uh, because we don't know for tomorrow, uh, but you know, 
what I mean that uh, uh, the work of God will still continue until He comes. And, you know, we must do it by the grace of God. Seriously. You know, uh, I am serious in the work of the Lord. And so please pray for me and my family. So I have a wife, my uh, name's uh, uh, name Edna. And my son's name is Nathan. He's a three and a half years old right now. And he's always calling me and go home. <laughs> I said, no, not yet. <laughs> but I will go home. <laughs> Just the Lord's willing, please pray for me. My flight, you know. So, and uh, I'm praying that uh, you and your, and you know, thank you very much for pastor that, you know, he has a big heart for missions. And you know what? As I travel of, of all the places here, so very few that has a mission-minded man, even the pastors. But, you know, they forgot that Jesus Christ has a mandate today to the church that go into the world and preach the gospel. So, and every time that there is a missionary in your church, it reminds you that there is a great commission. Not that just here, but into all the world. So, I will not hold you long, I will preach also, and it's my privilege that I can able to, to share with you the, the Word of God. So, please turn your Bible in the book of Matthew chapter 9, uh, beginning in verse number 35, and if you can stand with me and read the Bible, I, I really appreciate that, you know. Okay, I will go into read in verse number 35, down to verse number 38. In verse number 35 says, Matthew chapter 9, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, preaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion of them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep as having no shepherd. Verse 37, Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Our message this morning is about a passion for souls. Let us pray God in heaven, Lord, we thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for this great opportunity that we can hear again your word. And I believe that this word is the very, your word, O oh God. And I ask, O oh God, Lord, that you will to bless this one and to empower me, Lord, as your servant, that uh, I can do nothing, Lord, without you. And even your people, Lord, let I am praying, God, that your Holy Spirit will going to speak to them, O oh God. Use me, Lord, as your servant, O oh my Father. Thank you for this church, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, for the family of brother uh, Jim Brad, O oh God. And even this church, Lord, continue to bless them, my Father. In Jesus' name, as I pray, Amen. Okay, please be seated. Now, uh, starting from verse number 1, down to verse number uh, 34, we can see that Jesus Christ spent his, uh, his life to the people. He's always, you know, something like, uh, solving the people's problem. So that is what 
Christ mission here into this world. So everything, every problem of people, the Lord Jesus Christ, is, He is the one that solved, or He is the solution. And uh, I can see, and I can see of these chapters, that Jesus Christ is everything, is everything of the need of the people. So, as I going to see of these chapters, a lot of Jesus Christ do the miracles, always. He can able to, you know, to uh, heal the, the people that has a disease. And we can see here that in, even in just in chapter 9, that we can see that uh, there, is, there are sick of the palsy that got healed. There are, there are a, you know, a blind man. And even there, is a, there was a, a dead, you know, a, a daughter or a young lady that dead. But, you know, Jesus Christ can rise. And even the demon possess. So we can see that Jesus Christ is always, uh, you know, always uh, meeting the people's need. And the Bible says that, pe that people are always followed to him because of the miracle that was he did. And, when he, and the Bible says in verse number 36, uh, 35, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when you try, you will try to look on verse number 36, the Bible says that when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad, as sheep having no shepherd. So, there are four things that uh, why Jesus moved compassion to the people. So, in verse number 36, we can see that when Jesus saw the multitude, number one, he was moved with compassion because they fainted. And I believe that uh, this fainted is not looking in a physical fainted. But I can see here that uh, it is more on that. It repeating to the uh, something like he was moved with compassion because people were lost. People are under the burden some load of sin. And I believe that you know, when people, uh, something like in the, you know, in the living in sin, there is no happiness. There is no joy. And you know what? Uh, Satan is always trying to, to get people unto him. But why Satan that, you know, one, once they are, you know, you are belong to Satan, Satan will go to oppress you. Satan will go to destroy you. That is, you know, this, this, uh, something like this mission to the people. But we can see here that uh, people has a burden. In fact, in, in Ephesians chapter 2, that the Bible says that, uh, and you have quickened who were dead and trespassed and sins. So people are dead. Or something like the number one, Jesus saw the depravity of man. That, uh, that the Bible says that people, you know, something like cannot do good thing in their life because of sin, because of, you know, 
the very great condition that is very dead. So depravity is a very horrible condition of the people. And, and we believe that in the book of Romans 3, verse number 10, says that uh, there is none that knoweth good, no, not one. All our people are you know, torn from their own ways. And the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. In Romans 5, verse 12, it says that, uh, but there is one man that came into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. So, we have a consequence of the fool. We are born morally corrupt, enslaved to, enslaved to sin, servant of sin, and captives of devil's will. So, this, uh, this is the reason why the depraved people need to be reached by the compassionate Christian. So, can you try to imagine, you know, if you don't realize that people right over there in, your, in the world, you know, Jesus, uh, people need Jesus. And who is the one that telling them about Jesus? We as a church. We don't lo lose our focus on the souls. Because sometimes it's easily to, you know, to forget the problem of the people. It's easy to lose the, you know, the direction in our life. The most important thing, that nothing less, that is the souls of men. You know what? There is no, you know, treasure in this earth that can compare to the souls of men. Don't forget on that. You know, uh, the Bible says that what profit a man if he shall gain the whole world but lose his own soul. Sometimes people focus on the things that they, after death, nothing can take it up. So the most important thing here is the souls of men. And verse number 36 says here, the second thing is that they were scattered abroad. Number two, Jesus saw the departure from God. And outside of the fold, outside of God's kingdom, it is called the away from the shepherd. When the sheep has no shepherd, so some things like, like there is no guidance, no protector, no at all. And I believe that uh, the sheep that has a, you know, no shepherd will, will what? Something like confused. Disconnected or disjoined or disordered, scattered abroad or divided, meaning that apart from where they ought to have been. So if you try to look to the book of Ephesians, I will read uh, this verse for you, Ephesians 2 verse 12. The Bible says that, that at the time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. And stranger from the covenant of promise, having hope, having no hope, and without God in the world. So we can see on that that you know uh, it's hard if we don't have hope in this life. So uh, there is a you know a type on right now in the Philippines, but since we have a hope from God, we don't worry. But people, 
when there is a problem, always, you know, busy, something like uh, fear in their heart, a lot of things that, you know, goings on that they are not comfort comfortable. But for us, especially if you are serving God, wherever trouble comes, wherever typhoons comes, but you still believe God. Because I believe that God is in control. And this, you know, and this belief, you cannot find that on the unbelievers. You can find that on the, you know, the person who does have Jesus. So, we are strong enough because of Jesus Christ and not in us. So, I can see here that Jesus Christ says that uh, they have been uh, scattered abroad. They have no comforters. They, they have no comfort or rest. So the Christian need to understand that this word is away from God. And third, we can see again in verse 36. And they, having, uh, uh, and they are a sheep having no shepherd. The third thing is that Jesus saw their despair. They are without a shepherd. And the Bible says that uh, the, this is called the complete loss of hope. It is called very discouraged, distress, or anguish. Now, as a Christian here, we have praised God that we have a chief shepherd, and that is Christ. And praise God that we have a shepherd here, and we have a pastor here. Amen? So, uh, the families, yeah. It's not, I believe that as a being a pastor, it's not easy. But, you know, they, uh, they are willing to serve you. They are willing to serve God and to serve you. And that is a great privilege. When you have a problem, you have a comforter. Because, you know, God put a man of God here. And whatever situation of the people, Pastor Jim is the one. That, have, that has a knowledge to, to solve, you know, to guide you, to teach you how you do your problem fix. So, meaning that we enjoy here a prayer, fellowship, we enjoy here a, a something like companionship and satisfaction, and also a, a rest, no, and, and these things, the lost word, nothing about it. So they don't know, but we have a great privilege here. So we are so glad and happy about that. And our duty as believers is to tell them about Jesus. Our hearts ought to be broken because of the world does not know our Savior. And there is a plenty to go around. How about your families? Is your all families got saved? How about your neighbors and friends? You know what? Uh, when I got saved, I am the first one that got saved in my family, and I suffered the rejection of my family. These, uh, my, my parents said to me, go out of, the, of my home. I have... You know, uh, I will have no son anymore, so go, go out of this place. 
it's better, it's better for you to continue in the drug addiction than to go in the Baptist religion. And at the time, I tell to my pastor, Pastor, this is my problem right now. It's very hard. I say, okay, you, ca- you come. You come with me. <laughs> so I stay to my pastor. And there was a time that, you know, even though that uh, I feel rejection to my family, but the pastor that comforts me, sometimes we, we are talking about the word of God after the, the supper time. For 8 o'clock down to 4 o'clock, we're you know, talking about God and I can experience the, the real joy, you know, the happiness. And he encouraged me to, you know, you know just stay here. The Lord will go to provide, provide us food, everything here. So he encouraged me to go in Bible college and then I go. And my parents, you know, when I come to my house again, hey, go out here. <laughs> so I experience that. But what I am trying to do, Lord... I'm praying. And there's a time that my classmates were going to have already in the bed, but you know, in the midnight, I'm praying to the Lord. Because midnight doesn't have disturbance. Lord, please, save my family. Lord, uh, because sometimes, uh, my friend, that uh, I was going to share the good news of the gospel to the other people, I said, Lord, how about my family? You know, I, I always jealous to the person that I can able to share and then they, they will go to receive the Lord Jesus Christ and said, Lord, how about my family? And after three years, the Lord saved my family. And before my grandfather and mother was died, they got already received the Lord Jesus Christ. And right now, my younger brother, because we are three, my younger brother is in the assistant pastor. In the church, because she got married a, a pastor's daughter. <laughs> and he automatically, he assistant. <laughs> and then my, my older brother is in Abu Dhabi, but very faithful in the Lord. And my mother right now is in the choir. So I said, Lord, thank you very much. I serving you that whatever happened this earth, Lord, what I am very happy is that my whole family are already in you. So, it is our duty. It is not easy, I believe, but it's not easy to stand. But we must stand. Because somebody looking at us, if you don't stand, there is a lot of damage over there. You know what? And to tell you that they will going to hell if they don't receive Jesus Christ, their Lord. And Jesus saw their destiny and no other than hell. He could see the end from the beginning. He knows that apart from him, they would all burn in hell. That's why he came down on this earth. The Bible says in the book of Luke, chapter uh, 19, verse 10, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And the Bible says that he is coming here not to be ministered, but to minister. And the Bible says that uh, in Romans 5 verse 8, it says that uh, that God is a, uh, I, will, I am forget the verse, but it says here in Romans 5 verse 8 that uh, for God commanded his love 
toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So meaning that he left his, you know, being a king over there and he became a servant over here just because of you and me. Because there is no other solution than Jesus Christ. And how about us? That's why he says to his disciples, hey, come here. He said, uh, look to the field. In verse number 38 and 7, look on the field, for they are white already to harvest. And he said, pray that the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth a laborers. So what is that? Jesus Christ wanted his people to have a passion for soul. Not only him, but he wants his followers to be also a passionate people. Are you the followers of Christ? Are we followers of Christ? Then we must be also a passionate to other people. I like this, uh, you know, in this uh, presentation this morning about the missions that says that we must go on the other side, not just like here in the wall. But what's that? World mission, world vision. And that is what Jesus Christ, you know, why we are here. The purpose of the church, why we are still here, because of missions. And who does do the things to go in mission, it is us that receive the Savior as a Lord. And we know already that these people will go to hell, will die without Jesus Christ. And church needs the same vision because hell is real. And people around you will die and go to hell for eternity. Will they go without your having told them? Dr. Armin Salba said, uh, he is the pastor in the Bible Baptist Church in Katipunan. He said, let them go to hell with the trucks, with the gospel trucks in their hand. Let them go to hell with the gospel trucks in their hand. Meaning that they have an opportunity to read because what we are going to do is that we have just only the opportunity to you know, to give the message and the people has a free will to accept the message or not. And that is not our problem. Our problem is that responsibility is that we just give the message of the gospel. And it is God that saved. So thank you so much for this message. And it's very, you know, uh, it's hard to hard to get the accent, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying hard to you know to let you to understand. I hope you you understand what I'm saying right now. And let us pray. Uh, let us close our our eyes and let us stand all please, and let us close our, our eyes. Let us pray, and I will give to Pastor James to come. Pastor.